Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K-Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly podcast that we put out on Tuesdays where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. Be advised, there is explicit content, so uh, if you have children in the car, you know what I'm saying, you want to take note of that. Earmuffs. Uh, yeah, exactly, earmuffs. <laughs> um, visit us at hangingwithapes.com. That's our website. When you get there, you'll be prompted to sign up for our newsletter. Visit us at audioapesmusic.com. That's our music website. Follow us on Twitter at hangingwithapes. Follow us on Twitter at audioapes. Today's first episode of 2018, we are back. Happy New Year. Uh, feels good. It feels refreshing. It feels like a, a new start. We're going to talk about a few different things. We're going to talk about the situation in Iran. It's uh, heating up. It's building up. People, the human nature is bursting through for freedom. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Trump's conservatism. Uh, Trump ended up being a lot more conservative than a lot of people thought he would be. So we're going to discuss that a little bit. And we're going to discuss the two Netflix Dave Chappelle specials that just came out. Um, and how those things kind of tie into the things that we're about to talk about uh, before that we get into that. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Bastard, you got to see them. You saw them both, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I saw them both because... I have no life. I uh, <laughs> at New Year's Eve, I didn't go out. I didn't do anything. So amazing. I've been, I've been busy with this building. So I I um I got home. I fell asleep. I got up about what two and a half hours before it was time to bring in the New Year. Is it bringing or ringing? Is it what? What is it like? Uh, I, I hear both. I hear people use both. Bring in the know. new year, ring in the new year. I don't well, know which the official one is. Well, regardless, before the new year, two and a half hours before the new year, uh, I had some time on my hands. So I watched the first special, and then I then I watched the second special today. And you made a lot of bad mistakes as well. And it was... Uh, so you could leave it at 2017. All right. And, and it was great. <laughs> it, it was good specials. Um... What do you they, think? Are they better than the last two? One of them was. The first one wasn't. The first one was... Where does it rank? I'd say third. I, I, say, I, I would say that, in my opinion, Equanimity ranks third, but then the Bird Revelation ranks top. That's like the best one he's ever done. Yes, in my opinion, the best Dave Chappelle stand-up ever, Um, and definitely the realist. Like the it was the the setting was more intimate. He was on stage. It was like a a a smaller venue. Yeah, he's a lot closer to the audience. He's sitting down. He's chilling. He's more relaxed. Those are so much better too. And he's uh. Really pouring his heart out. I really don't know if I've ever seen a stand-up special so revealing uh, oh, about shit. a person. Like it was, 
it was uh, very funny, but also very revealing. And you get to see some of the things that uh, Chappelle is fearful of. Like it was that it was that intimate. Wow. Um, and it's crazy because you could tell that some of the heat and some of the backlash that he's received since being back in the spotlight for, you know, some of the things that he said about Trump where, you know, people took that and, and ran with it and said that he was a Trump supporter when the things that he said didn't necessarily make you a Trump supporter is really more of a it makes you an American like well, this guy's the president now. Let's give him a chance. Like yeah. that doesn't make you a Trump supporter. No, not that, at all. that makes you a guy that's like logical. Like, well, let's can we see what this guy does? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So you have that. You have that coupled with, you know, he took some some heat and some backlash from the transgender community for some of the jokes he said in his previous specials. So you could see that that kind of, you know if you will, took a toll. And then what was really interesting is when he started like uh, navigating the, 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 the terrain of this, you know, this whole sexual assault accusation thing in, in oh, wow. LA, he started na- navigating that terrain and he did it masterfully. Like the way he navigated that shit was, was just genius to to the next level uh damn and then you know he talked about his one of his uh peers louis ck and the things that he went through and it's crazy because i really want people to watch that and then you know if they have the time revert back to some of our uh, episodes last year when we were talking about that stuff and you see that we navigated that terrain the same way as wow. as Chappelle does it, it it's not it's not necessarily that he's letting the the people being accused off of the hook, but he you could tell that he definitely has some some uh, questions about the accusers yeah, that yeah. that a lot of people aren't asking. Naturally, naturally, as you should. You should exactly <laughs> yeah. not naturally for everybody. Yeah, yeah, not naturally for everybody. You should have questions, and you see that he does. Yeah. Um. And and I and I and I like how he approaches the th- this uh, this cult of victimhood with it. And I'm not gonna delve too deep into it, but there's this one particular punchline where he talks about how um, one of the one of uh, Louis C.K.'s uh, quote unquote victims said that her comedy dreams were shattered after her encounter with uh, Louis C.K. And he's like, well, like, says, bitch, that was a, a brittle dream. Like, <laughs> if if it, that's what it took to shatter your dreams, it was a very brittle dream because, you know, like, we all go through so much in life. So yeah. you saw this dude's dick and, like, now everything, like, you know what I'm saying? Your your fucking world is shattered. And that's what that was actually what was headlining, like, uh, today. Like, you know, I guess because it came out last night, right? Or did it come out this morning? It came out last night, the yeah. 31st. Because I, I did check, like, around 7 p.m.-ish. It still wasn't out. Or really? 6 p.m.-ish, yeah. Interesting. So, or, you know, sometimes Netflix, like, it doesn't load. Like, yeah. I don't, it's, it's happened where, like, it's out, and then it doesn't, they don't, like, promote it until, like, later on. So, you know, 
I, I wanted to check it out, but but uh, but man, from what you're saying, I well, I, we should just stop the show and I should check <laughs> it out and then we should continue. Yeah. No, but but that's what was headlining. Like people, oh shit, he's talking about and like like this headline it says Dave Chappelle says Louis C.K. accuser has a brittle ass spirit. <laughs> yeah. In Netflix special. So and and, and and what's crazy about that particular special, the the bird revelation, is you could tell that that was definitely done the most recent because he even talks about like charlie rose's accusation which yeah. that that was relatively recent um and he approaches it like he has an understanding that what he's saying is so real that it could possibly cost him his career like yeah. you, you that's the vibe you get there's a a sense of I, I, I realize, like, what trouble this may get me into, but yeah. I need to say this. Yeah. And and you know what? That's bravery. Hell yeah. That's, like, that's, like when it that's comes to the artistry. At, at, at its utmost, it's yeah. definitely bravery. Um, uh, and, and, and this is why, this is why the other one, the other one, the equanimity... I, I like the least like it's still funny don't get me wrong like out of out, out of the recent specials I like I liked yeah. it the least is because his his uh his approach is not that his approach I feel is a lot more safe it's mm-hmm. a lot more safe approach because yeah. maybe for whatever reason he wasn't in the mindset he wasn't in the mindset that uh or or in in a place where he's willing to accept the the repercussions see yeah. this one. I guess this is like the last of his Netflix contract. Yeah. So it's one of those things. It's like, well, whatever happens, happens. Either they're going to like sign me again or somebody else is going to sign me again or this is going to be it. And you know something that you pointed out too, the equanimity, that's the one that was a little safer, right? Yeah. The audience was a bigger audience. It's probably a bigger venue. Yeah. And you know, one thing that I did notice was, uh, which... You know, we we love stand up and and uh, and I like to to go check it out a lot. One thing that I've noticed is uh, over here in Chicago, usually like big comedians, they'll go to Rosemont. You know, they'll go to Rosemont. That's a bigger crowd. That's where they kind of do their specials. Mm-hmm. Um, Gabriel Iglesia, he he actually did a special in Rosemont. But every time they come and do a special, they uh, uh, they end up coming to like either Zany's or like the Comedy Club or a Laugh Factory or something one of those like smaller venues in the area mm-hmm. and what they do is they kind of practice and not only do they practice they kind of add stuff that they wouldn't add in the special mm-hmm. so to me i i find more enjoyment in like the smaller venues and and anyone that ever wants to go and and, and watch stand up you, you you the one good thing is to always like kind of like uh sign up for those uh you know th- those smaller comedy clubs where comedians do go but it's 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 a smaller venue because, like you said, it's more personal, and they're willing to try more stuff, new material. Uh, they're willing to kind of be more open. They they engage more with you. Yeah. I mean, like you, I literally was able to ask Gabriel Iglesias, like, who, did he fucks with the Sox or the Cubs and shit? He's like, oh, I ain't gonna get into that. <laughs> he was like, but like, it's so personal. It's it's so much better, and I feel that that that's probably also his whole idea was that venue was a smaller venue he kind of knew like hey this is where i could try some new stuff it, exactly it, mm. it was everything you just said it was exactly that the only difference between what you just said is it didn't seem like dave Chappelle was trying anything new 
what it more so seemed like this was the opportunity to get everything off his chest yeah that he maybe felt like he couldn't say before because maybe he was like you know he didn't want to probably say this shit the first specials because he's like man <laughs> yeah. who knows if I'll get to this last one and get this money but now this is the last one yeah. for the you know for this particular contract let me let me say this Netflix Smart. Netflix would be fools to not do it again with him yeah. because you know you need a little controversy you know you you need a little bit and 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 these are these are things that that I think are in important in society and 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 what's crazy is he um the way he he ended it it was it was still funny but it, he was ending this particular special so real so real in the sense that he was talking about like us as a society how we should treat each other actually like how he was talking about like like the stuff he was getting on towards the end of this particular special it was a lot like one of our episodes you know what i'm saying when we talk yeah. about like it, it to me it, it resembled the some of our episodes where we talked about some of these mass shootings and it's like how we feel like a lot of it can kind of stem from how people treat each other and the things that we go through yeah. sort of in the dark and stuff like that. Yeah. It wasn't exactly that, but it was it was in the likeness of that. Yeah, you know, yeah. people treating each other better and stuff like that. And then he 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 ended it by telling this crazy ass pimp story from a, a book that Iceberg Slim wrote called yeah. Pimp. And uh and like that how that that story kind of tied into like why he left for all those years. Yeah. And and like I said, I can't get crazy ass parallel. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't get too deep into it, but it, it was it was very real. And what was interesting about it and and the bravery that, that came with it was I don't know if you know this, but the number one word that was searched last year, like the number one uh, phrase, not phrase, but word that was searched last year was feminist. That was like the the oh, word wow. of the year. Uh, and it was funny because in this story, you know, which was at the end of this came out at the end of last year. He's talking in he's telling this 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 pimp story and he's talking about like the, these phrases like mileage on a hoe. Which is, which is, you know, kind of, kind of a, a counter, counterintuitive to like what what a, a feminist would stand for, but there's a reasoning behind it, and there's there's a meaning and a story behind it, and and it's it's so interesting, the way this man is, I don't know if he realizes how much he's actually going against the grain, yeah, like in in a, in a society aspect, I I think it's like incredibly brave. Damn, that, that's dope. And and that's and that's what I'm talking about. Like, um, regardless of, of whatever your beliefs are, to honestly and openly look at things and 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 really just tackle it as a whole, you know, um, retracting to our review of the Eminem album, which I felt was a missed opportunity from one of the smartest artists in in the 21st century. Yeah, like one of the greatest writers of music. I mean, this is the guy who brought Relapse. This is the guy who brought Encore. Um, and an M show. Yeah. Uh, so much greatness, absolutely. Yeah. And, and even then, like, those were, were great. Like, the M&M show and, and Marshall Mathers LP. But, like, the, 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 the level of writing in Encore and Relapse is, like, a whole nother level. Which is kind of funny because those are the, probably, like, the two least favorites of, of most people. Yeah. To me, as a writer... 
that's like like that's the pinnacle. So looking at that and and seeing how it, how um okay he was with with kind of like hey I'm gonna just spit some smart shit. If motherfuckers can't understand this shit, motherfuckers won't understand this shit. That's that's the approach that he kind of took. Like you know no holds bar. So going and fast forwarding to 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 the, his newest album, um, that's that's something that that was lacking, and not so much like I said. Whatever your thought process is, it's, it's your thought process. Whatever your views are, your views are. But it's still, in, in a time like this, you want to explore a lot of this stuff, like what you just mentioned about the whole uh, Dave Chappelle, the whole uh, mileage on a hoe, and fucking the whole like the house, like kind of saying things that are not so popular to say in society. Really, just to to look into it, you know what I'm saying? Like that's humorous in itself. Like yeah. And, and and one thing about Dave Chappelle is he's always been good at that. Like, in, in general, he could take a fucked up situation and, and just, like, make it funny. But that's that's a healthy thing to do. You Absolutely. Know? Because you have to, in, in life, and, and that's one thing that, that you and I have always been great at, is, yeah, shit's fucked up sometimes. But but sometimes all you need to do is just kind of laugh it off. Mm-hmm. You know, and not, not take it too serious. Not take it... It could be severe, but like sometimes you have to understand like the way you counter that is just kind of like, hey, let's kind of take a lighthearted approach to this because this is how you get through shit. And um, I'm I'm happy and I and I and I can't wait to see that special. And and you know what? You actually had shown me the trailer to this one, and like something that he was talking about, like those uh the the MAGA wearing guys or whatever. Yeah, that was really smart. Yeah, like what he where, was talking about. He's he's like uh, he's like full disclosure. I've never had problems with white people in my life, <laughs> but I uh, the poor whites are my least favorite. <laughs> and then he talks about how you know you see the the the, <laughs> the 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 cold smeared faces of the white people in line that were saying that Trump was going to go to the office and make things better for them. Yeah. And then he's like. You idiot! Like he's going there for me. I'm rich, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and it, you know it's funny. It's a punchline, but but there's a lot of truth to that, in yeah. the sense that when it boils down to it, like economically speaking, we're so be, we're so. It, it, I mean, if you have any like sense of of, of logic and yeah. and like reason of like what's going on in the world. We're so far beyond color when it comes to like the what decisions are 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 made and what they're based on. That it's really about the amount of money you have. You know what I'm saying? That's really what it is. It's not. It's not. You know, oh, because we're white now that Trump is there, we're gonna do better. No, because if if, you gotta make moves, if, if you're just as poor as a fucking certain Mexican or a certain black motherfucker, like. You're gonna feel the same wrath that they're gonna feel, yeah. and if you're Hind, uh, fucking uh, Arab or or uh, or or whatever, whatever you are, Asian or whatever, and you got money, you're gonna feel the the privilege or or the if you will that a a person a white person with money is gonna feel. That's what it's based on, and yeah. and 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 that is is great. That's great. Because that's like an understanding of of the power of money, you know what I'm saying? And, and you're and you're expressing that, and you're showing that in a joke, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember in uh, that's genius, in, yeah. Like like uh, 
like uh, when I in his his older special, the Netflix special, when he talked about how much money Kevin Hart made, and then uh, he's like, man, Kevin Hart could like literally go around singing that Drake song, <laughs> "I Got Everything, I Got mm. Everything." Ho, shut the fuck up! And then he's like, he's like, you know how much money you have, you need to have to tell a hoe to shut the fuck up. He's like, that's a lot of money. He's like, I got, please be quiet at best money. But 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 right there, like you're laughing because it is great, funny. Yeah. It is funny. But there is so much truth to that. There, so much genius. There, there, there was, there was so like much that. truth to that. And then and then he's like, like you know, like Jay Z got. Ho, shut the fuck up, money. But Beyonce got, no, you shut the fuck up, money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's so genius, but it's so real. Like, and to, I, to be able to simplify and, that. And, 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 and like, yeah. that's the magic. That's the magic of comedy. And, yeah. and, and it's funny because uh, he, he does something very similar. Like when he's navigating the, the terrain of these sexual assault allegations, he talks about how like Harvey Weinstein, like you look at a picture of Harvey Weinstein, he's so ugly. He's and he's like, if it was Brad Pitt, the girl would have probably just came down with a smile on her face and been like, I got the part. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But but it's not this motherfucker is ugly. But yeah. but really, that's what it boils down to. And I, and I saw a meme last year that that sort of expressed the same thing. Is like the difference between sexual harassment and a compliment is how the guy looks. And in a, in a lot of cases, that's the truth. No. There's a lot of cases that's the truth. You could you could have an ugly motherfucker say something, and and it's like, oh no, you nasty, whatever, whatever. And you could have a good looking motherfucker say the same exact thing. It's like, oh, stop! Yeah. Like, and you know something is funny because they say that because uh, no matter what happens in society, no matter how many things are pushed from from uh, you know whatever policies or or, or, or ideals are pushed. Money talks. So whatever you want to say that's not going to happen is going to happen. Like a dude with money, he's going to have access, which is like a funny word, especially considering the fact that you, we, we uh, once upon a time talked about this article you talked about. Uh, access to women's bodies. Yeah, but but it's true. And and uh, it, to me, <laughs> it, it's... Access. <laughs> I have access. No, but like, it's like... You know that that's just a realistic uh, viewpoint that 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 uh, people's minds are corruptible, and women will not not every woman, but there will be women that oh this is a powerful man I'm gonna up it, and there's nothing you can do to stop that nothing you can say nothing that you want to make people think and believe, you know hoes are gonna be hoes. Thank you, <laughs> and let that ho ho. Because ho ho ho, and 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 a quick little quick little story from your know, real world story. So one of my friends at work, he said that he was uh, working a part time, and uh, at this club, and he's he's at this club, and it's like a Serbian uh, DJ festival or something like that. It was like recently. Yeah. So all these DJs, you know, they're doing their thing, you know, and and there's he said there's a lot of girls there some sexy girls and whatever whatever so the the place is shutting down like you know yeah. what i'm saying he's he's working security and like these people are outside saying hey we came with two other girls they're not out here where are they and like they're like no like nobody's there like the all, only people are there are like the employees of the establishment and the djs and you know they're they're taking their shit down you know to to leave yeah. there's nobody there so, so you know, they tell the people to skedaddle, like, get out of here. 
So the people leave wondering like where the two other girls that they came with. Well, sure enough, he sees the two girls come from backstage undone and like they got ran through. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now shit happens. Now this is this is what had this this is the craziness. There's probably a, a very high probability that those girls were either supporter of or maybe even engaged in the women's march when Trump became president. But now how hypocritical is that? So you you you're saying you're yeah. saying you want you want a, a level of respect or or you think you deserve a level of respect just because you're a woman, just that's yeah. the reasoning behind it. Men don't go around doing that just because I'm a man, you gotta respect me. No, like it's well, what have I done to be respected? Yeah. But now, if somebody were to say something derogatory or out of line, oh, it would be the end of the world. But yet, it's okay. It's okay to engage like that. No, nobody's saying that it's wrong that you engage like that. But 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 at the same time, it's not wrong to have a particular feeling about you engaging like that. And exactly. I could feel however I want to feel like that. And nothing you could do to change. And that. it's funny because when he told that story, like he was surrounded by a bunch of guys. And everybody's everybody every guy there reacted with like 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 repulsed. Like they were repulsed. Oh, yeah. you nasty hoe! This and that. Like it was a joke or whatever. But that's my point. Yeah. If you really want to fix things, you can't you can't deny the reality of how somebody feels about a situation. Yeah. And the reality is, ninety seven percent of men, if if I would say, would be a, a logical estimation think that shit is nasty you know what i'm saying now you do whatever you want to do nobody's trying to control your behavior but don't be mad if somebody doesn't want to marry that somebody doesn't want to hang out with that somebody doesn't value that yeah yeah. you can't be mad at that and and that's the reality of uh, of the situation because just like you get just like no one can tell you not to be mad to be mad at them to be like that right so if you're mad that they're feeling like that about you well who cares like that's you. You have the right to be mad. Well, I'm not saying you can't be mad about that, about how you're being judged or whatever. But people have the right to judge in, in which in which manner that they want, and and that's just it. And that's why no matter what you want to say or, or no matter how how badly you want to curb people's thought process, it's gonna be there, and and that's it. And I, and I remember uh, talking about this before, and I and I and I can't remember who it was because it's been a long time, and we read a lot about just different shit. Um, these uh, two well-known feminists raised their 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 girls like kind of like teaching them. Oh, you know, you don't like to like you have to like pink. You know, kind of like oh, this is blue and this is that. You know, yeah. you, you have you could like this color. You could like boy things, and 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 the girls grab their daughters gravitated towards like Barbies and and pink colors, and that was their favorite colors. And and like dude, they're just like sad about that and, and mad, and they couldn't understand. And to me, it was just like well, you know. If, if that's what someone naturally, like, you know, falls into, that's what they do, you know? Like, wh- why are you trying to curb people's thought process? And and what better way than to kind of, like, let God tell you that? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, this is what, this is biology. Now, that's not to say that, that their daughter couldn't have liked blue, but what I'm saying is there are certain things that they are the way they are, no matter what you want people to think no matter what you what you know what political stance you have on it they, it is what it is and and it's just like what you just said you know you're not going to be able to change it so fuck it
Absolutely. Absolutely. But but now that uh since since we're talking about the stand up special and, and well you we had this uh this whole thing about well let let's I'm actually surprised that you said that feminist fem, or feminism was the number one word because I would have thought it was. I think it's feminist. Feminist, feminist yeah. Because I could have sworn I thought like I'm pretty sure it was like number two was Trump. <laughs> <laughs> it had to be. Well, I'm sure he was the number one name. Yeah. Name, but like word feminist. But yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he was the number one name. That's probably something that we could look into. But like, uh, that's just crazy. 2017. Came and passed, and he made a lot of people upset. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, Are you surprised at uh, how you, conservative he he's been oh, so I, far? I thought you were going to ask. Am I surprised how upset he made people? And I was going to answer to. It's going to sound crazy, my answer, but I actually was surprised how upset he made people. I understood that, like, if you stand on a different side of a political spectrum, you naturally aren't going to like you know the opponent. I get that. And if you have certain strengths or or, or, or you feel strongly about certain uh, 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 political policies and, 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 and agendas, I get that. But the level of hatred that I saw yeah. directed towards this man, I mean, I never seen nothing like that in my life. No, no. But you know... And people say, "Oh, Obama went through the same thing." I no way. Nah, I don't. Jesus I don't remember Christ. seeing anything like that. Hell like I, I no. remember seeing, like the House Republicans. You know what I'm saying? Stand against him on certain policies and stuff yeah. like that. But that's just politics. But I never, I never seen so many people like bash his character. No. You know what I'm saying? It was just no. We disagree. Yeah. But like this dude, like no it, like his character, his family, like like everything about yeah. him, what he eats, what he doesn't eat, how he sits, what he wears, like just how he drinks water, everything. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ! I'm not, you know, I was surprised, and I, and then and then thinking about it, it didn't surprise me. It didn't surprise me as much, because. One thing I do remember as uh, as a younger kid, um, toward, especially towards the end, how 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 bad people hated Bush, and you know shit went haywire and and just how, how just how bad they talked about him and um, and then actually looking at how how they were treating Mitt Romney, how right away uh, a, a lot of people skipped through this shit, but like a, a lot of people try to paint Mitt Romney as a, like a white supremacist too, and like you know you and, and like. To me, that's already extreme, because it's like, dude, come on, no, <laughs> Mitt Romney is not like that, you know. So, yeah. so if, if you're gonna get like a fucking choir boy and make him look just even remotely evil, I'm like, come on, dude, like really. So then you get Donald Trump, an outspoken, fucking shit talker, doesn't give a shit, ultimate troll. That pisses people off more, you know. You you yeah. you know you know, trolls are are. Uh, that's their job. They, they they piss you the fuck off, and then and then when you want to talk shit, you're just fueling him more. Like, did you see what the fuck he tweeted? Um, <laughs> like, uh, he tweeted towards uh, like like for the New Year's. Um, towards Pakistan, right? Yeah. No, no, it wasn't Pakistan, uh, or was it? Let me see. No, no, no. I think th- I think this was just like a regular, like a regular tweet. But like, that shit had troll written all over it. Let me see. 
I just retweeted it not too long ago, and I was like, really? I was like, troll much? Because, like, come on, dude. Like, this shit is... This guy... He's obviously trying to egg people on. This is what his tweet said. As our country rapidly grows stronger and smarter, I want to wish all of my friends, supporters, enemies, haters, and even the very dishonest fake news media a happy and healthy new year. 2018 will be a great year for America. <laughs> you know he's trolling. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, that, that's like that meme, that, that, that fucking Leonardo DiCaprio meme from... Uh, <laughs> From the Great Gatsby, where he's holding like that glass of champagne, he's like to all my haters. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like that, that shit. Like you don't have to add. All you could have just said is, "Our country rapidly grows stronger, smarter." I want to wish all my friends, supporters, uh, uh, good, ha- happy New Year. But it's like he wanted to add enemies, haters, and even the very honest. Like, come on, yeah. that pisses people off. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's like this guy's just like. He has fun, I think, with this shit. Like, oh yeah, you you want to talk shit? I'm just gonna keep talking shit. Yeah, because it pisses yeah. you off more. Well, and 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 in the climate, it's easy to have fun because you know their reaction. You know how they're gonna react. With with Bush and Romney, I felt like like the the negativity towards them was was more like on more fringe. It it, it wasn't as uh, as many people. And it, and it wasn't as believed. Like, I feel like a lot of people that talked about Mitt Romney in a negative way or Bush in a negative way, it was kind of like them just throwing stuff out there. Trying to get votes. This, it, it seems like what they say about Trump, they actually believe it. Like, and and a, a perfect example of what I'm saying is when, um, when uh, the whole Charlottesville thing popped off. Yeah. And Trump kept it real. Listen. There were people. There were bad people on 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 one side, but there were also bad people on the other side. Yeah, that's the truth. That yeah. was the truth. Yeah, and and the way the media and other politicians, like 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 reacted to that, they twisted it. It's like 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 what like so what you don't believe that the counter protesters. Yeah. We're we're doing violence. You like these are people that are known for violence. Antifa, Black Lives Matter, like they they are known for that. And granted, and granted, doesn't give the right for nobody to kill anybody. But but my point is this: just like just like they you, we we're told that like Antifa or Black Lives Matter or anybody has the right to peacefully protest. So do a bunch of dumb racist motherfuckers. They have the right to peacefully protest. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And but it was. It was really a bunch of a ball of idiots. And, and we, I felt like, I, I, if I remember correctly, were the only ones that were actually saying that. Like, I, yeah. I didn't see any other news media outlets saying what we were saying about that particular story. Yeah. That, listen, I know it's ugly. I know it's not right. There's a bunch of fucking morons. But but they have the right to be that. Because while, while they were busy protesting and shit, we were getting money. We are making moves. Doing stuff. People were busy working, you know, what regular people do to fucking succeed in life. Not like, like you know, fucking go and fight. And, and, oh, you're a racist. I have come here to fight you. What? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Go work. Go do something. Combat racism or combat whatever the fuck shit that you're pissed off about by being successful. Like, what are you, what are you doing? And then the fucking lady gets ran over and killed. That's terrible. Like, that was really just a waste of a life right there. Like, you yeah. you, you died because of this? 
because of some fucking. Uh, well, actually, you even talked about. Uh, I forgot who it was. It was like a some comedian or something was talking about like these, like uh, well, he was making fun of those uh those white boys. He's like, yeah, these motherfuckers ain't getting no pussy or nothing like that. Like, this is what you died for to fucking like fuck right, that to guy. Combat these guys. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not even worried about. I'm not worried about you. Like, that's my point. <laughs> yeah. That's my point. Like, like. All of this for these morons? Like, what the yeah. fuck? With tiki torches? Yeah, 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 tiki, yeah. <laughs> That's my point. Like, it, it's 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 I'm idiotic. To, you it, know, make this dough, baby. And, like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't give a fuck about no motherfucker like, holding the tiki torch, talking about, like, don't let that statue down. Don't let it down. I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't care. Leave it up. Leave it up. Let it down. Fucking put a dress on it. Whatever yeah. the fuck you want to do. That was another thing. The whole statue thing last year. Just cut my taxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, keep that statue. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Fuck. You can fucking put a statue that says, uh, fuck RX Phonics. I mean, fuck it. Whatever. I don't yeah. give a shit. If you motherfucking idiots choose to use your tax dollars to pay for that shit. <laughs> then that's on you. you. Cut mine. Cut my taxes. Yeah. But but um. And and, and it's crazy because the 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 level of, of realism that the the president would often address a lot of these things with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, listen, this is the situation. Yeah. This is what it was, and then you know the media will blow it out of proportion. But I feel like in large date in a way, turn Trump into what maybe a lot of people didn't think he was going to be. And, and that was a lot more conservative because this is, this is what happens. This is what happens. If you see, if you see that, like, if, if you come into a situation and you're trying to like be, be bipartisan, if you will, and, you know, work with both sides and, you know, try to try to accommodate people and be considerate. And while you're doing that, you got one side, the media, the 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 constituents and 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 the politicians that are constantly bashing you. You can't blame a person for naturally moving more to the other side. Yeah. So maybe a lot of this a lot of Trump's conservatism wasn't originally like what he had planned to do. Yeah. But it's like, well, okay, well I guess that means I got to move further to the right because Obviously, being being moderate or, or or even in some situations a little bit more to the the left is not is is not being well received. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and for what? Because a lot of the stuff that he's done, and man, we go back episodes and we talked about this when we were comparing the agendas. Like one thing I I knew for a fact was fiscally Trump was going to be better than Hillary fiscally. And that's really what what this has been this first year. You deregulated, which uh, like bureaucracy. Yeah, all right. I don't want. I don't want none. Fuck that. Uh, let's cut all this shit that we're spending on and, and all this, this and that. Then fucking, um, I mean, from Dodd Frank. That's another de- deregulation with the whole real estate shit. We have a whole story on that mm-hmm. when we were trying to get that fucking what was it that eight unit mm-hmm. and like. Bills like that were had like dumb regulations. Um, as a matter of fact, let me tell you this story. Me and uh, me and K Cartoon, we were gonna go uh, get a. It was like an eight unit, and it was like a really good deal because this was this is around the time when when uh, like the the two thousand eight 
um, recession had happened. It was a little after what it was like 2010 mm-hmm. or something like that. We we're gonna get a, a good good ass deal, and uh, and we, we weren't able to. We had the money for the down payment. We had everything. We had the credit. I mean, our credit was like fucking immaculate. Everything on paper said like we we're gonna get this building, and like we were, you know, obviously excited about it. Uh, once we get to nitty gritty, they said, oh well, you know, the thing is, you don't have any property, so we don't know how to gauge this because you know. You know, we don't want to be giving you money and this, this, and that, which is fine, right? Which is on paper, I guess that looks like, okay, well, I see w- w- what they're saying. But here's the fucking big ass catch. Three months later, I'm trying to get a house uh, and I go get like a. I go get well, what do they call it when they when they check your credit uh, and a pre qualification. Yeah, pre qualification. I was pre qualified for 300 fucking thousand. I'm going to tell you right now. I should not have been qualified for three hundred fucking thousand dollars, but I was qualified for a single family home, three hundred fucking thousand. Now you tell me how that makes sense. That's obviously over regulation on one part, and like just really trying to fucking put you in debt on the other. Yeah, that's bad policy. Absolutely. So 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 you saw him rip shit like that up. You saw him fucking uh, the whole Ukraine situation. For as much as people say that he's a fucking Russia puppet, the number one thing you don't do if if you're a Russia puppet is go ahead and arm Ukraine, right? So they could fight, you know, uh, Russia. Like that's not something that that you would do. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, and just in general, like the the tax the the taxes. Uh, this ne- was Neil Gorsuch. Yeah, Neil Gorsuch. Yeah, or just really not only Neil Gorsuch, because that was a Supreme Court, but like just like all the judges have been coming through, they're just like. But, but now this is but crazy. This is, this is the thing though that I find a little bit concerning about calling like all of that like conservatism, like like Neil Gorsuch, like. Th- to me, that's not a conservative pick. That's for the Supreme Court a pick that you need to have. Like every conserv, every 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 Supreme Court justice should be bound by the Constitution. Like, why is it looked at like, oh, this guy follows the Constitution? He's a conservative and he's crazy. He's one of those extreme. No. That's what he's supposed to do. Yeah, but but I- so that shows you that in the eight years of Obama how far left society has moved when like yeah. you're just doing the things that you really ought to be doing it's looked at as as you're being like this conservative yeah you know like, yeah yeah you're right because it's, funny, it's, it's like, more of a like, constitutionalist like, 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 like people have told me before like I tell them you know I like to save money I like to do this I like to do that it's in terms of finances and they're like, oh you're so conservative not really like i you know i buy jordans i i fucking been buying pretty much every new phone that comes out that's not that conservative that's what i'm supposed to do say have we that far removed where we forgot that we should save money you know like have we forgotten these things it's like yes you know know (laughs) we don't know what the fuck you're doing conservative would be no i i'm not gonna buy anything new I still have the iPhone three. Yeah, like that's like an Indian person yeah, or a Jewish guy. You know that's conservative. <laughs> yeah. No, like I, I I spend money on myself. I buy the things that I like. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you cut down the middle. Like uh, I feel like it's it's a good balance. But but yeah, you you're right because 
being a constitutionalist does not make you a conservative. Like, like, and and we and and and, and it's true. It's kind of fucked up that that on the cons, like uh, the conservatives end up gravitating towards a constitutionalist, but the judges aren't conservative because there's times when 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 uh, when a quote unquote a conservative judge based on the constitution decides something that might not seem like a conservative ideal exactly because he's looking at it as in like this is a constitution what does it allow what, what does, does it cons- allow exactly yeah. i might not agree with what this person is doing but i am bound to what the constitution says and 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 this is my job my job is not to fucking be biased exactly. my job is to read this for what it is and then apply it to whatever you know the case is and that's true and in that sense he, those are the types of ju- uh, of judges that Trump has kind of put because Gorsuch is that type of judge, more of a constitutionalist. Like he likes to read it. He doesn't like to fucking think about what the person might have thought while they were writing it, while while they were in the toilet after writing it. No, it's like these are rules. I'm gonna read them. Uh, once I read them, I'm going to apply whatever the case is, and then we're gonna decide. Exactly. Whether I like it or not. I might not like the guy. I might think he's like a smug asshole, but guess what? He has a point because the constitution says so. And and uh and yeah, you're right. That that is but you know that's the thing with with politics. That's what when things get so muddled like uh because I that's how you, motherfuckers like disagree and then all of a sudden you turn into a Nazi. And and and, and what's crazy <laughs> homophobe. What's, what's crazy is like uh, I don't know if you you've heard of yeah I'm sure you you because we've talked about some of their articles before Vox they oh yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. they're they're real to the left and it's crazy because there I recently saw a video that they had published about the Overton window I don't know if you know about the Overton window or or any of the listeners that don't know what the Overton window is but the Overton window is essentially a political concept that that states that you kind of Talk about your agenda in such an extreme manner that the the less extreme is more acceptable, but it's still pretty extreme. So they try to say that like that's what Trump does. Like Trump is so extreme to the right that that even when when he's not so far right, it's still pretty extreme. But what these goofies don't realize is they need to look in the mirror because that's not true with Trump at all. What it is with them is their beliefs are so fucking extreme to the left yeah. that yeah. whenever this man does something that's really pretty moderate, yeah. they fucking lose their minds because they're the extreme ones. Like, for instance, tax cuts. Where do you get off charging the, the, uh, the, the, a superpower of the world the highest tax rate, corporate tax rate? In, in in like like a, uh, a modernized countries in yeah, yeah. all modernized countries we have the, we well we had the highest corporate tax rate what, why why would you think that that would be conducive to creating jobs and growth why what, you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah and then you see right after that AT and T oh we're gonna spend two hundred uh, uh, give a thousand dollar Christmas bonuses to two hundred thousand of our employees. Boeing, we're going to spend $300 million on employees and charitable donations. Like, pretty much everything that Democrats ever said about taxes was, w- in that one day, they were proven wrong. Yeah. 
And that's my point. And, and that was a company raising their minimum wage, not the government telling them, well, this is the minimum wage across the board. Exactly. And, 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 that's, and that's my point right there is that – and that what he did – was really a moderate thing. It's not like he said, oh, corporations for the next five years are going to pay zero taxes. No. let's. Let, but let's reduce this. Let's yeah, reduce this. Yeah. And, oh, people are losing their mind. And now, well, really, what well, we know what it is. It's, it's what Nancy Pelosi said. They know that what's going to have to come next, and you talked about this before, is, is entitlement. Entitlement reform is going to have to come next. But guess what? That's not that conservative. That's pretty moderate too, because like, where do you get off thinking that it's okay to just give, 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 and like allow people to live like that? I understand having some sort of safety nets in place for citizens. Our citizens, you hear what I said? You heard what I said? Citizens yeah. of our country. I get there should be some sort of safety net in place for citizens of our country that fall on hard times. I understand that, but to live off of that. No, 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 no. Like th- th- that has to be looked at. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and uh we've said it before with the whole um the welfare situation. Um Indiana got real strict at that. They got really strict. And uh as they should, like it shouldn't be we shouldn't have this idea that like oh well, we could we could kind of fall back on this and just live off of this. That's not that's not a good way to live. That's not a healthy way to live as no, a person. It's not it, it's not empowering to the to the human spirit. Yeah, and and, and if you notice anyone anyone that, that you've ever that, that you've ever seen that just is stuck in that mode where it's just welfare, they never grow as a person. Small minded, because you're not you're not growing. You're not learning to earn yours. And when you don't, you know, you're not exposed because and you're limiting your world. Your world becomes very small. Yeah, I mean, you take a trip to. Take a trip anywhere outside the country, and then it's like you 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 already have the hunger to grow more because you're like, man, I want to learn some other shit, man, I want to look at other things, you know, uh, fucking be able to 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 do things that that other people can't do, you know. It's like that's nice, that's a nice thing. You should you should always want to do that. Uh, you you meet new people like when we went to the convention for the podcast, like you, you're meeting all these new people like you didn't know before. And that is a perfect segue into what's going on in Iran. The, yeah. the, the, the human spirit and the hunger for more. And that's exactly what you're seeing right now in Iran. An uprising against the, the, the theocratic government. If anybody doesn't know what a theocracy is, a theocracy is pretty much a government established and based in religion. So... You know what I'm saying? Yep. Obviously, no religious freedom. It's, you know, the, the, the leaders of the theocracy believe in this particular religion. There's no other choice. And and their doctrine is to be followed. And if it's not followed, a lot of times the repercussions are pretty extreme. And naturally, it, it, it puts a limitation on the citizens of that country and their growth because they're limited to this particular doctrine, which... It does always make me think of how genius the forefathers were, like with the whole freedom of religion thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like, like, cause that was so many years ago and it was like, like, wow, to have that foresight that like, no, you know what? If we make, if, if, if this becomes a theocracy, like we limit ourselves. And so it's, uh, 
that that's some next level shit, yeah. shit that you write like years and years ago and like now it's like man this still applies hundreds of years yeah, yeah like this fucking this shit applies to 2018 the constitution applies to 2018 like, it's crazy how like like level that shit is like they really like ironed it out uh I, that that shit is is real interesting um really like if you think about it that's shocking because you look at what's happening in Iran, like that lady with the uh, jihab, she had it off. Yeah. I never thought I would have seen no shit like that in the streets of Iran. Are you fucking serious? Now that's bravery. Yeah. That, that's, I was like, that, 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 that right there should be like a, a, a feminist hero. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I saw someone tweeting that. She was like, I wonder how like awkward it would be uh, if Linda Sarsour says... Now, now says that this shit is empowering. Like when when women, yeah, you know, she says it's empowering when, because like, you know, it's empowering to be able to decide whether you want to wear it or not. Yeah, it, that's empowering. Like, people should be able to make choices. Um, and and seeing that shit, I was like, damn. And then the straightforwardness of Trump with that shit, I was like, damn. Like, I don't know if you saw the tweet when he was talking about it. Mm-mm. He was just saying, you know, um. You know, we're keeping an eye. He's like, it's crazy. Like, people are hungry over there to grow and and just for freedom. So we're watching real closely Iran to see if some shit pops off. Which, you know, that, I was like, damn, that's that's kind of crazy. And, and and really, like, the news hasn't really said much about it. No. Like, you don't see that shit on CNN. You don't see that. I'm, you know, they yeah, that's, really... the, that's the kind of story I think the news is scared of. The mainstream media is scared of. Yeah. Because... It really does go against a big part of the narrative that they've been pushing because the narrative they've been pushing is, oh, we ought to be open to all ideals and and we have to be inclusive. But what happens is what you don't realize is and you have to address is that there are certain ideals and certain beliefs that do hinder the human spirit. They hinder the human capability of growth. And that particular religion, in an extreme form, yeah. does do that. And guess what? That that form of government is the extreme form exactly. of that religion. Exactly. Because they're they're using really like what what they say here in America that you're not supposed to do, like state and you know and and, and you know religion. Like yeah, they're combining the two. Yeah, like they're combining the two. That's extreme. You know what? I I wonder though. And 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 I, I haven't seen any journalists make this correlation yet. And I wonder if, you know, down the road it'll happen. And I could possibly be wrong about this. But I wonder because ISIS has been bombed so hard under Trump's uh, 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 first year. And they've kind of been sort of discombobulated. I wonder if that created the window for these people to kind of like push through. Like that window of opportunity for them to get their voice heard while these motherfuckers are scattered and and unorganized. You know what I'm saying? Because if it was if it was that that real, you know, fucking stern religious presence, I think a lot more of these people would probably be a lot more fearful of doing something like this. But because these people are probably in hiding right now, they're probably, like I said, discombobulated. A lot of these people that have had this yearning for who knows how long. Yeah probably took this as an opportunity to hey world we're here yeah yeah help us out you know and i feel that that's uh that's a real eye-opener too because 
See, a lot of people, they fall into this whole, like, anti-Muslim rhetoric. And then Muslims fall into the whole, like, oh, fuck y'all. You guys hate Muslims. Like, where, where they don't really, like, th- that, that thin line of, like, where shit should not be or where it should be. It gets, you know, kind of just phased out. Then you see the people in Iran yearning to kind of have that freedom. That's what you want. You know, that's what you want because... There's a lot of Muslim people I know here here in America. You know, Americanized Muslim people. And, like, you know, that's not what they're on. They're not on some, like, you know, fuck, fuck, you know, Christians or fuck, you know, this person or that person. They're, they just want to just live their life. So, yeah, you, you should be able to, you know, believe in whatever religion you want to believe in. But, but when it becomes toxic, like it's become in the Middle East, where that's just, like, people are forced to, you know what I'm saying, like, 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 Gay, gay, gay dudes get fucking thrown out of the fucking building. Like, dude, like, if motherfucker wants to be gay, let him be gay. Like, ain't got shit to do with you. If the girl wants to, you know, not wear the jihad, why does she have to wear it? Like, all these, like, extremes. And then you wonder why people fucking, like, those terrorist states start start popping off. Because it's all this fucking repression of all. Yeah, it, it's for repression and fear. Yeah. And, and and insecurity. Fear of change, mainly. Yeah, manifested into, that's exactly what it is. Oh, the fucking, you know, all oh, the Western coast. No. Because the, the reality is, like, I do think that there's a lot of things about the Western culture that aren't great or, yeah. or I, like, aren't healthy i would say there's a lot there's a lot about it like there's there we do have a drug problem um i think people are in this country in a lot of ways sort of fucked up sexually like yeah people have like a weird direction with that i woke up today i didn't know if i was a man or a woman right exactly I'm and confused. you've been dealing with that for a while now yeah <laughs> what am I? But but there, there there's a lot of that going on. So like by no means can we sit here and say that it's perfect, but no. having a choice is always better than not having a choice. And yeah. that's really what it boils down to. And sometimes it's not so much people fear them own selves have them own selves having a choice. It's they're fearful of the choices that others will make. And I get that too. You can be scared of the choices your kids will make. You can be scared of the choices a significant other might make. Yeah. You can be scared of the choices some friends might make. And so by by kind of having a theocracy, you sort of can can make those people fearful of making what's considered to be the right choice. Yeah. But I think I think why we've sort of been blessed with so much in this country is I think when you're not forced to do something and when somebody else is not forced to do something, that's sort of the ultimate faith in God, if you will. Yeah. Because I'm not really relying on you to do the right thing. I'm not relying on them to do the right thing. I'm relying on me making the right decision and sort of me receiving the blessing that comes along with it. So maybe at the end of the day, maybe at the end of the day, like there's a lot of people that are fearful like their significant other will cheat. Yeah. Maybe at the end of the day you cannot control whether your significant other will cheat. And maybe that's one of the things that a Muslim man might find attractive about being so extreme is that if this bitch does it, she's going to get fucking stoned to death. But yeah. but maybe it shows more faith in God to be like, you know what? I don't know what this bitch will or will not do, 
But what I do have faith in is that whatever does happen, God is going to carry me through it and I'm going to be better and smarter for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's where faith comes in. And so that's what, that's a lot of times where I, I feel like like that, ex- that, that extremism is so hypocritical because you're not really yeah. relying on faith. What you're relying on, like, you, like you're supposedly so close to Allah and so close to God, but you're not utilizing any of your faith. You're not you're, trusting you're, God. Yeah, you're utilizing fear yeah. and saying that that's faith, but that's not. And, and you know something? It just dawned on me. This, sh- this whole conversation just came full circle. Because what was the one theme that we talked about in the beginning of this conversation was, uh, what, during the Dave Chappelle uh, comedy stand, it was like, we can't change what people are going to think right, or feel. So no matter how fearful or how fucking violent you get or how crazy you get or how controlling you get, people are going to feel a certain way. So like, like, for example, what you just said, which made me think about that, which was like, oh, I don't know if she's going to cheat. I like that in the Muslim community, like women are more control, but that's not good though, because she's going to do it regardless, or she's going to feel whatever she's going to feel regardless. And you don't have any power. And over it's that. so, and it's so exhausting. Like, you know how much energy you could be using. And I know this, yeah. I know this from experience when I was in high school, when I was in high school, I was so fearful that my girlfriend in high school yeah. would cheat. She ended up doing it anyway. She ended up doing it anyway, so like it didn't it, it didn't matter. And and when it was all said and done, I was like, my God, was that exhausting. Like yeah. I think I slept for like 40, 48 hours straight, like when everything was said Damn. and done. Cause I was just exhausted. And I was like, oh my God, like how many songs could I have written? How many how much joy could I have brought to the world? How much art could I have produced? And instead, it's like, I'm drained, I'm older, because that took time, I'm older, like, no, 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 no. And, and then and then at the end of the day, it was like, man, I didn't have any faith in God. Like, what was my faith to, like, get me through it? No, yeah. that's not how you operate. You operate with, with the mindset and the idea that, listen, I don't want this to happen, but I can't control whether it does or not. The yeah, only thing yeah. I can control are my own actions. And so God... Yeah, hopefully, hopefully my, my actions are noble enough in your eyes that you'll carry me through and I'll be okay. And, and, and whatever happens that I don't necessarily like or agree with, give me the strength to deal with it and accept it and, and, and grow from it and be better for it yeah. and get over it. You know what I'm saying? And be happy, still be able to be happy, you know, and not let it be a, 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 a a bearing down on my spirit, not let it be a bearing down on my smile, you know? Yeah. And and I think ultimately that's something that lacks. And I feel like those people that 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 are have that hunger for liberation, I don't feel like those people are are, are atheists or 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 or, or against yeah. their religion, but they have the yearning for what I think we're all endowed by our creator is to be more. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, to do yeah. more. And and these people that quote unquote so-called believe in a creator are really just holding everybody back. Yeah. And so I think I think that's our episode for today. That's oh. our first episode of uh 2018. She was deep. She we was got deep. deep. We got real deep on that. We went from we went from uh, Dave Chappelle to 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 God and and 
And that, that was pretty crazy. It was this is one crazy of the conversations journey. where, like, you you like, how the fuck did we end up here? Yeah. We started at and Dave Chappelle crazy because you pointed out we kind of came full circle with yeah, it. Yeah, that's just so nuts. That's real interesting. But that's what we always say. This this podcast is uh, trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. So hopefully you got a little bit of all of that. Hopefully, because you got a little bit of all of that, you're willing to take a little bit of time out to go to uh, Hanging With Apes on Twitter and follow us or go to hangingwithapes.com and uh, sign up for our newsletter. Thank you guys so much for a great 2017. We growed. We grew. We growed. We grew. We and learned. We growed up. Uh, we're going to continue to do so. We're going to continue to give you the best show possible. We want to continue to get these numbers up in 2018. We got a lot of stuff planned. We're very excited. Thank you so much. Peace. Peace. Oh, yeah. By the way, Tiller Hurts video. Go check it out. Audio Apes. <laughs> Peace again. Peace. Bye.